I remember as a shorty, man, I had all these big dreams. Manches, Benzes, watching games on split screen. That whole life I dreamed that. Ball hard while the money sat. I'm very, I'm very big on words. Very big on words. I try to let people know they dope as fuck as many times and as often as possible because I know the power that words have. I know a lot of people are bigger are bigger on actions. You know, we all say that, you know, actions speak louder than words. And to some extent, that is true. But for me, telling me that I'm doing a great job, telling me that I'm dope, telling me that what I'm doing is needed or whatever, whatever good words that you give. That's my love language. You know, again, I don't need people to tell me that I'm doing some dope. I don't need any type of validation because I don't do things for validation. But when people come out and they tell you, hey, you're doing a good job, you keep up the good work. Again, I don't know how I don't know how people I don't know what person doesn't want to hear that. So much love to you guys. If this is your first time listening to me, please make sure that you go back and check out the pilot. The first episode, Um, it's not no thing where, you know, you got to listen to the episodes in chronological order. Um, but I does think that it does provide context because I definitely will be touching on some things that I might have touched in a previous episode before. And if you missed that episode, you probably be lost in the sauce. <laughs> you know, um, welcome to Brutally Me, man. I'm your man. I'm your host, D-Sun. Um, I go by a lot of different aliases. I like to call myself Himothy, God body, the God. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in the grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? It's all about, for me, again, uh, words. Words. I'm going to say it again, words. I don't think we understand as a people how big our voice is, how much weight our words carry. And I don't necessarily want to say when we talking to somebody else, but when we talk to ourselves. D-Son, what do you mean when, you, when we talk to ourselves? Y'all know my thing. Let's unpack that. A lot of people used to say, my mama used to say, hey, you can always talk to yourself, but when you answer yourself, that's when you become crazy. And for me, I've always looked at it like sometimes I need to talk to myself and sometimes I need to answer myself because answering myself sometimes lets me know how inbounds or out of bounds I am within my own thoughts. And what I mean by that is, am I being rational? Am I being irrational? Am I thinking things clearly? Am I... You know, am am I am I thinking before doing? Am I thinking before acting? Remember, we talked about that last episode when we talked about being wise and being smart and how they defer. But words, I'm going to keep saying this words. This podcast is words. You tell somebody I love you. It's words. I care about you. It's words. You're doing a great job. It's words. And. I want to be clear when I say that in a lot of cases, words don't mean nothing without the action that backs them up. But when you say things enough, when you say things enough, when you convey things enough, you start believing it. The same thing rings true when we talk about lies, right? You know, you tell yourself a lie enough, you start believing it. But what if you told yourself that you can do something more than you couldn't, that you can accomplish something more than you can't? That if I do X, Y, Z, it's going to take me to one, two, three. What if we told ourselves that more? What if we took our time every day and like brushing our teeth, washing our face, showering, bathing, walking our dogs, using the bathroom, eating. If you don't, you know, cook. 
Um, so let's just say buying out, whatever the case, but you get the point. What if we told ourselves how dope we are every day? Encourage ourselves every day. In case you can't tell, my love language is words of affirmation. Because words mean a lot to me, and my word means everything. Does that make sense? Words mean a lot to me, and my word means everything. If I tell you something, I mean it. Conversely, if you tell me something, I'm more than likely going to take it at face value. And you could be bullshitting me. You could be lying. You could be just telling me what I want to hear. But because I hang on to words so much and, and take things so literal sometimes as a gift and a curse, I I won't say act on it, but I I store what you say. And because of that, I'm very careful and I'm very mindful of the things that I say to people. Take me mentoring kids, for example. Everybody knows. Well, I'm sorry. If you don't know, I have my own nonprofit, the Stay Relentless Life and Hip Hop Initiative. Make sure that you support us at StayRelentlessLHH.com. Donations are welcomed. Um, we got some events coming up to close out the year 2022. Um, but most definitely, long story short, and our mission is to empower kids in character development, leadership, and life skills. And we like to use entrepreneurialism and hip hop as a means to get there. And I started mentoring at a very young age. I started mentoring really at the age of 17. When I was in the park district, um, I aged out the park district and it was a situation where I didn't want to leave the park district because it was all I really knew. And we started this thing there called the preteen club. At, well, I'm sorry. It was called the teen club. Preteen club is something we're going to get into in a little bit, but it was called the teen club. But long story short, I started mentoring kids that were younger than me. It's crazy. I'm a, I'm a kid myself at the time. And I always knew because I was a natural leader in sports and athletics and just just the way I carried myself that my calling and we're going to talk about callings in a, in a um, later episode, too. But I always knew that my calling was some form of me giving back. Some form of me giving back some type of philanthropy at the time. I didn't know the word philanthropy at the time. I didn't even know it existed. Um, I just knew that I wanted to do something to give back. And that's always been something that I've hung my hat on since I was a shorty, since I was a kid, really. Long story short, when I moved on and started working for the Park District, when I created a mentoring program, I was always very cognizant of the words that I told my kids, that I told my mentees. I wanted them to know that they can accomplish anything they set their mind to. I wanted them to know that it's okay to make mistakes as long as you bounce back. I wanted them to know that failure was nothing but really an obstacle before you can eventually achieve a goal. Because failure is inevitable, right? You know, I think we walk around and we think that failure isn't inevitable. We're never going to fail. You're going to fail in something, right? You're going to fail in something. And my point in saying that to them was to, you know, not just equip them for eventual failure, but more so to tell them with my words that it's okay, that it's okay. Sometimes our words, we don't need to say a lot to move somebody, whether it's them being happier or them even being even more upset than they already are. You don't have to say much. Sometimes you can say 
very little without saying a lot. If y'all can hear my dog in the background, he blowing me because I've been I've been here all day and he ain't barked at all. He's going to wait till I throw the headphones on and decide that he want to be the star of the show. This ain't your show, Jax. It ain't yours, bro. But sometimes our words, we don't have to say a lot to put somebody over the edge. We don't have to say a lot to put somebody over the top to be successful. Sometimes you telling that kid, hey, you can do it. It's all they need to get to the next step. Sometimes you telling your girlfriend that we need to talk is enough for her to be like, yeah, we do. And break up with you. Ladies, know this. I'm just saying sometimes that's, that type of shit happen. But words, the importance of words. The importance of seeing things. Why write things down? Why make sure you talk to somebody face to face, verbally communicating with them? I think we're. I think we as people have undervalued how how important our our communication is. And I'm I'm not talking about the typical communication, guys, even though it does spill into that. I'm not talking about texting and Facebook messaging and Instagramming and you know emailing and all that stuff. Those are words, yes. But I'm really talking about the way we convey these words, saying what we mean, meaning what we say. That's what I'm really talking about here. When it comes to when it comes to using our, our verbiage, the way we communicate, the way we talk to one another, it goes a long way to how the next person moves forward. Or the person we're talking to moves forward. I'm not a fan of telling people whatever it is that they want to hear. I'm not a fan of, you know, sugarcoating things. And I'm not saying that because, you know, to be mean. I am saying that because we all need somebody in our lives. And I got a couple of those people. But we all need somebody in our lives to tell us what we need to hear and not necessarily what we want to hear. We all need somebody also. I feel like you need a balance. We all we all need somebody also that if they do give us tough love, there's somebody else to at least smooth that. Does that make sense what I'm saying? We all don't respond to the same love the same way. Some people thrive off tough love. Some people thrive off, you know, being coddled, for lack of a better word, or just being told like positive stuff, positive shit. I don't think it matters which one which one is which, but you know, you have to know the person that you're talking to. You have to know what what works for them because i can't talk to person a like i talk to person b i might be able to get person a some tough love but person b they don't need tough love what they really need is you to reassure them the positivity and whatever's going on it's always a positive at the end of the tunnel it's always it's always like at the end of the tunnel it's always a positive if you got if you got a negative it's got to be a positive somewhere you're never too down to not get up and you're never too up to not fall back down. So I feel like when we talk, when we talk words, we have to really be mindful of the message and who we're giving the message to. I think the thing that really the things that really drive me are people's words. Like literally, I'm a petty person. Somebody like some of my closest friends would tell you, all, Disa, he's a petty person. Because I hang on the words. It's what drives me. Like it's legit what drives me. If somebody tells me I can't do something or they don't believe I can do something, 
I promise you, I'm probably going to do it just to say, hey, I did it. Eat shit. Facts. Clearly, no debating. I would literally do it just to say, look, I did it. Eat your words. In the same breath, when somebody gives me positive words, positive affirmation, it makes me go harder because I know somebody believes in me. So it's always a flip side of the coin. It's always a flip side of the coin. What I want you to do after you hear this, I want you to sit back and I want you to think about the way you communicate with other people in the way they communicate with you. Is it positive? Is it negative? If it's positive, I want you to do more of it. If the way you talk to people, you know that it's positive, you know that it enhances them, you know that it feeds their love and it feeds their spirit, keep doing it. Then I want you to also look at the way people talk to you and apply those same principles. Is it positive? Does it enhance your spirit? Is it something that pushes you to want to be great or even greater than what you are? And flip the script and see, do you have any negative communication that comes your way as well? How does that make you feel? Do you channel it? Does it push you to be better? Does it push you to see that the person or the people in your circle might not be that supportive as you thought? Because if that's the case, then you got other decisions to make as well. If that's the case, you need to figure out. Do you got some squares in your circle? Surrounding yourself by positive energy is a big thing. Energy comes in all shapes and sizes and forms. Words, gestures, actions, gifts, which is the same as actions, depending on who you ask. But if you got squares in your circle, which is a whole nother topic. But if you got squares in your circle that don't give you any positive, positive reinforcement verbally, then you either you, you need to figure out what you want to do with that. I ain't going to tell you to get rid of them, but in so many words, get rid of them. <laughs> because words have a way of dragging us down. People, sticks and stones may, may break my bones. I think that's fun. But words have never hurt me. I think that's, I think, I think that's malarkey. Words hurt. Somebody that you truly care about, that you truly deeply love can say some fucked up shit and it will affect your mood. You can't tell me that it's not. Damn, I can't believe they said that to me. We've been through all this. We've been through all the ups and downs. We done been to Texas Roadhouse, Texas, Texas Roadhouse. We done went out for steaks. We done had Bahama Mamas. And you talking to me like that? Words can hurt, man. A sharp tongue, a motherfucker. I've said I've said some hurtful things to people that I care about and people that I love out of anger. I'm working on that hard as hell, because when I get angry, sometimes I can lash out, which I think also is the reason why sometimes when I get upset or I get angry or I, you know, yeah, if I get upset or angry, I kind of just shut down. When in reality, I should be really learning how to work through these issues in a more positive manner. You know what I mean? That's a topic for a whole nother <laughs> without getting. But you get what I'm saying. Same shit. So with that being said, man, y'all take heed on the exercise, man. Take heed on the exercise that I just gave you. Evaluate the way you speak to people. Evaluate people speak to you and make the adjustments accordingly. Make the adjustments accordingly. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you pass it along to other people who might need this word. You might have needed it. Maybe you didn't. But somebody probably did. If it hits you a certain way, make sure you holler at me on my Instagram, um, D-S-O-N-T-L. That's my personal Instagram where all my Brutally Me content will be coming out. I'm still trying to debate if I'm going to do the YouTube thing. I really don't know just yet. I kind of want to add a visual to this. Y'all let me know what y'all think if you think, a, if you think a visual could be added to this. If you think a visual could be added to this, if you got my number personally, you know, you can hit me up. You can call me. You can text me. If you happen to be passing by on the Instagram or you pass the by through to this to damn loud ass music in the background. But if you happen to pass through and um, been sliding down your DSP and found this podcast because the album art is so fucking dope and you was like, let me see what's to this. Go ahead and go to my IG, D-S-O-N-T-L, and you let me know, should I add a visual to this? You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all once again for another episode of Brutally Mean. Like I told you, I'm never going to keep you too long, but it's always going to be the right amount of time. Y'all have y'all a great, whenever you listen to this, great day, great night, great evening, however you want to do it, but just make sure you stay positive on the real. We got too much negativity out here in the world. The more positive we are, the more positive we see. And I'm not just saying that. The more positive we are, the more positive we see. These son, I appreciate y'all love. They be like, son, where you been at? I'm stacking paper, moving up, on the grind, count dubs, just trying to get my comfort right. They be like, son, you ain't been around. My bills paid and my son straight, laying low and out the way, just trying to get our comfort right.